How big do you plan? Now this is Wednesday, November 2nd, and when we're thinking about our plans, it's hard to answer how big we want them to be unless we talk about what we're planning for. For example, if we're talking about the size of our family, our number may be pretty small. But if we're talking about our savings account, <laughs> we want to go big. But you know that some things are easily scalable and other things not? That is, we can easily make some things bigger, but some other things are far more difficult to enlarge. I remember my kids watching the show called Mythbusters. This show was about taking common myths and showing them to be false. Yes, a few turned out to be true, but, well, that usually wasn't the case. One of the myths they tried to bust was about folding a sheet of paper a dozen times. <laughs> How are they going to do that? Well, first they had to get a piece of paper about the size of a football field because with each fold, it was going to be half the size of the piece of paper before. Now, they managed to, without power tools, to fold the paper eight times. Then, with a steamroller and a forklift, they added three more times. But that was as far as they could get. In the case of the paper, the sheet is cut down, as we said, half every time it's folded. And what started as the size of a football field became, well, very small indeed those 11 folds later. But it got to be very thick. Now let's talk about another kind of scaling. We tend to think that God is working among a few people. Maybe, a lot of, maybe people a lot like us. But our vision of God's work tends to be small. But do you know that God's plan is for all the nations of the earth? Here's our text for today. Psalm chapter 67 verse 1 to 5. May God be gracious to us and bless us, and make his face shine upon us, that your way may be known on earth, your saving power among all nations. Let the peoples praise you, O God, let all the peoples praise you. Let the nations be glad and sing for joy, for you judge the peoples with equity, and you guide the nations upon earth. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Now, this is one of the beautiful songs from the book of Psalms. God relays his vision for his future kingdom in this worship song. And it's not Israel alone. We see God's expansive vision. Let the nations be glad, we're told. Now, while Israel had little use for the surrounding nations, we learn that the Lord has a plan for all people. His mission extends to the nations of the world. He created them and promises to redeem people from, from all the nations. And the end result, as we see here, is worship. And we may be surprised to learn that God is working among all peoples. And the reason may be because we know God chose Israel as his special possession. But just as Jesus commissioned his apostles to make disciples of all nations, we also see how he sent them forth to Jerusalem, to Judea, to Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. I love the way Jesus speaks of this. Here is the teaching of Jesus recorded in John chapter 10, 
verse 14 to 16. I am the good shepherd. I know my own, and my own know me, just as the Father knows me and I know the Father. And I lay down my life for the sheep. And I have other sheep that are not of this fold. I must bring them also, and they will listen to my voice. So so there will be one flock and one shepherd. Yes, Jesus says he has other sheep. They're not of the fold of Israel. And this was something they just couldn't understand. They thought that they alone were the people that God singled out for redemption. But this just wasn't so. It's true he set his affection on them. But they were were to be priests for the entire world, that the world might know the Lord. You see, this is the goal of missions. It's worship, that all people might praise the one true and living God, the one that made us and redeemed us in Christ. You see, Jesus promises to take the diverse people of the world and form just one flock, a flock that all looks to him as their shepherd. I want to go back to that whole idea of scaling. How do you envision the kingdom of God? Do you see the number small that come to the Lord? Or are are there throngs that end up before the throne worshiping the Lord that you could not even number? How you see this will determine how you engage the mission. If you believe that God is gracious and merciful and called many to life, you'll want to share the message with many. You'll trust that he's working among them, and you will look forward to the great reunion when we are all called together at the wedding supper of the Lamb. But if you believe the number is few, then you do not expect so great a salvation. And this also will change the way you see people and the way you think of God's mission. But remember what Jesus said. He said, the fields are white for harvest. There is a rich and bountiful harvest to come. Let's pray. Faithful and loving God, you constantly surprise us with your mercy. You show us that the sacrifice of Jesus has brought many daughters and sons to glory. Remind us of your desire that all would be saved and come to a knowledge of the truth. For in your name we pray. Amen. Amen.